Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. Hello and welcome to the final edition of the Monday Scrum for the year and a big congratulations to the Penrith Panthers, our 2022 NRL Premiers. The 2022 NRL Premiers are the Penrith Panthers and tonight they finish 16 point winners. Tears are flowing for the Eels. They've just been suffocated out of this game. Back to back and three grand finals in a row. And Isaiah hold the trophy. They walked out of their teammates and they now raise the trophy for the second time in a row. Oh, yes. What an incredible atmosphere it was. The Battle of the West, 82,000 fans at a core stadium. Aaron Woods and Brent Reid, you were both there. And Penrith were just dominant from the get-go. Yeah, I think we've seen one of the great teams, haven't we? The last three years have barely lost a game. Um, obviously won two premierships in that time. And I, I think they're up there with the great Melbourne sides, the great Brisbane sides, the great Roosters teams. Uh, I think they belong in that company now. And, um, you know, they'll come back to the field a little bit next year, but they're so far ahead of everyone at the moment. Even, even if they come back, they'll be well in the mix next year. I mean, they were, they were amazing. It's quite unbelievable how good yeah. they were, you know. Obviously, I think last three years, Reedy, mm. They've been outstanding. You know, I think they learned a lot from that first grand final against Melbourne. You know, they must have played the game a little bit too much in the head from the start because Melbourne got out to a big lead and they did come back in that grand final. But the last two years, wow, like they were hanging on by a thread at the back end of last year. And I think that's probably the best grand final they won. But the best performance yesterday, outstanding. Look, I don't even think Parra were in the game at no. all. The first five minutes was was pretty physical. But, geez, Penrith's defence, that's where they won the game. They were outstanding. But even then, I thought the first 10 minutes or so, Parramatta was still in the game. Yeah, look, but it were, just felt like Penrith were... They were in the game, It was a matter of time, where right? Where Penrith were receiving the ball and where yeah. they were finishing in their sets, how they were defending was just... They were picking up, you know, the the, the back five of, of the Panthers, uh, of the Parramatta Eels, and driving them back. Poor Gutho, Wonga Blake, you know, Mike Acevo were just getting put in their backside and driven back, whereas... Tyler would catch the ball in his 10-metre or 20-metre line and get straight back to the 30 or 40 and quick play the ball. And then you got Targo, Fisher-Harris, Leota. Unbelievable. Liam Martin was unbelievable. Liam Martin. Kick out. Yeah. They were, there's a team end. full of stars, you know, really. It, but was, it was one of those games where every one of their players played the best they could. Yeah. In terms of how good they can be and do they compare to the great Bronco sides and, and Melbourne of the last 20 years, they are losing a couple of players, but that mm. core group will be together. Appy Corusau going to the Tigers. Billy Army Kickout going to the Bulldogs. And our mate Ben Dobbin was on the sideline. He caught up with him straight after the match. Two premierships in two years. You finish at this club. What a special night for you, Billy, and for Penrith. Yeah, it is, mate. Oh, sorry. Just can't get emotions at the moment. Um, yeah. This club's done a lot for you, hasn't it? Oh, I've got no words. got no words. Um, I came, came to this club uh, as a young bloke, trying to play one game at NRL, and yeah, they gave me the opportunity to play one game and played my 100th at this club. Um, yeah, and to win two premiership, uh, yeah, just no words. It uh, means a lot. I love this club. And, uh, over. 
very emotional there from Viliami Kikau. And I know it was extra special because his brother, Joppe, who is in a wheelchair, was able to make it over from Fiji. So he'd promised Joppe that he'd make another grand final so he could come over. Obviously, he couldn't with COVID in the last few years. So he had all his family there. And, yeah, really special for all of the Panthers, but especially for Viliami Kikau. Yeah, it was really good scenes at the end of the game, Emma. I think it was right in the front of the box where we were calling the game from. We just seen Kikau pop up out of nowhere. And he, he's all his family were in front of us and – just to see the emotion on his face and, you know, you got to hear it then with the interview with Dobbo. It's just a lot of passion and, you know, obviously a lot of disappointment in his leaving, but, you know, at the end of the day, money talks, so he's going to have a good time at Bulldogs. Man, he, I'd hate to be opposite him in a defensive line. Poor old Mitch Moses. I mean, he did a pretty good job on him last night, Mitchy boy, but... He tried, but... Man. Kick out with the ball, kick out offensively. He was oh. just there all night, and every time Mitch kicked the ball, you just see kick out flying out of the line, whether it's making a tackle or, or putting his arm up to put kick pressure on. It was, it was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. All right, let's look ahead then to the next five years. Yep. How well, many comps I, will they look, win? I don't. I don't think you can un- overstate or understate how big a losses Kickout and Coruscant are. Um, yeah, everyone's talked about Coruscant and what they lose with him going. And he look, he's a he's he's a top quality hooker, one of the best in the comp, in the top probably three, top two in the comp. But I, I, Kickout's an enormous loss for them, and I think they've signed Luke Garner next year to probably fill that hole. Uh, yeah, they'll have some kids coming through in the next few years, but he's he's just an enormous presence on a footy field, Billy Army Kickout. And I, you know, as I said, they're a long way ahead of everyone at the moment. I just think losing those two guys brings them back to the field field a little bit. They won't be as dominant. They're still going to be good, obviously, because they've got a production line out there, and you've still got Nathan Cleary. Cleary, you've still got Luai, you've still got Dylan Edwards, who was ridiculous the other night. So they're still going to be really good, but. They're just not going to be as far ahead as they as they have been the last few years. Yeah, no, I disagree. I, I, think Cor- you disagree I, I, I think Coruscant is a big one. You look at last night in the first twenty minutes. Yeah, they bashed him defensively, but when they had the ball, Kenny wasn't picking the right options. Cleary was catching the ball behind him. He wasn't bringing him onto the ball. Lua wasn't getting much pill. So as soon as Coruscant got in the field, they scored a try straight away. I think it was the first or second set he was on there. The deception and the awareness that he has, and it just just being able to link up with those players. He brought uh, Isaiah Yo onto the ball and he brought him into the game a lot more. He was so destructive when, when Coruscant was there. Look, no disrespect to, to Kenny. He's an outstanding player. He's a premiership winner now. But when you lose Coruscant, he's unbelievable, mate. And, and you know, I know you say Kiko, yeah, he's a big presence on that edge. But in the middle, you always got to be aware because when you think you've got Coruscant, you've got Clear. When you've got Clear, you've got Lua. And he's the he's the, the glue in the middle there. And I don't think it'll end with those guys. I reckon they'll lose at least one more of those big guys. They've got Tyo, Crichton, and Liam Martin all at the end of... Even Spencer Lenu. Next year, Spencer Lenu. I think, well, I think he'll be gone, Woodsy. I think that's been a... And, and his role off the bench, he plays it to yeah. perfection. He's unbelievable. That 20, 25-minute stint that he does, you can't tackle him. And yeah. if you do tackle him, he makes... 10, 20 post-contact metres. So they all do their role perfect for the squad. And a guy like Steve Crichton, if he goes to November 1, which it looks like he probably will, um, he's going to get some huge offers because there'll be clubs who will be happy for him to play fullback. He's never going to play fullback at Penrith. The Bulldogs. He's spoken about it in the past. Well, Cameron Sorrell's going there. There's an obvious link there. So, But even you got yeah, like like the squad players, Jamin Semin, he's... He's going to the dogs as well, I think. Well, I, yeah, he hasn't signed yet, but no. their depth's going to get tested. I know they've got a really good junior system, but... Mm. The players that have played 50 to 100 games, they're the ones going to get picked up by the clubs now because they can get a little bit more money over there. Yeah. Well, that is the price you pay for success. But a shout-out to the Panthers. Unbelievable. They won SG Ball, Jersey Flag, New South Wales Cup, and the NRL Premiership. It's the first time in history that's ever mm. been done. So Good 113 And they years. won it easy too. Yeah. Did you watch the game? 
the first game yesterday. Yeah, so they've got – their depth is incredible. Oh. They were very dominant. Well, so many of those players like, you know, Matt Eisenhuth, so many of them have a lot of first-grade experience. Yeah. So Unbelievable. Yeah. Chris Smith. You could name the whole squad. I think only two of them hadn't played first-grade. Yeah. Well, obviously, we know what Ivan's like. He doesn't like to talk up their chances too much, but this is what he had to say about a possible dynasty at the foot of the mountains. Yeah, we just take one day at a time, so we're not going <laughs> to give a shit about next year. We're going to enjoy it tonight. Um, it's been an unbelievable season for our club. Like, I just, you know, it's never been done before, I don't think, four grades, and I, it's hard to put that into words other than to say how, yeah, I'm sure proud we all are. Our, our club is very aligned. Um, everybody um, is their own person, but they all, you know, we all have this, we're all, I guess, woven together by a common thread of doing our best for the club. Just can't wait to spend the next couple of days with these guys, honestly. It's, it's just, you've got to savour it. Sure, they would have been celebrating long and hard into the night, and we've seen a few things floating around social media of the celebrations this morning. Woodsy, what have you made of what you've seen out there and how they're partying with that premiership trophy. Oh, obviously they're pretty, they're quite pumped. Um, <laughs> some of the audio that I've heard, um, you know, big daddy Luai, uh, he's been given it to Parramatta and I think the whole squad's jumped on behind that. Look good on them. Um, they've been in three grand finals, they've won two in a row and only in the new NRL era, only uh, I think it was the Roosters have done that. So, and the only thing is, they're, they haven't stopped yet. They've still got next year, whereas the Roosters are sort of, you know, they haven't, last couple of years haven't been in there. But these guys can do it. And, and you know, they've got that presence that everyone thinks they're cocky, but they've got the runs on the board to do it. So good luck to them. Well, we do, I believe, have some of the audio from the fan day today. All the fans, thank you so much. All love. Uh, I just want to say, our uh, sons. So that was James Fisher Harris saying that Harris sucks. That's quite big because he didn't say much no, at all. He never talked. He I think never he's talked. He's still yeah. under the under <laughs> the influence. No, he'd be, he'd surely be under the influence for the next three or four days, mate. They deserve it. But little things like that put a target on next year. You know, like we said, teams are going to be coming after him now, and especially that they're back-to-back premiers. You know. It's hard enough doing it once, but being back-to-back, back, you're going to be hunted every time now. You know what? when we hear the stories, um, for example, when last year Viliami Kikau was singing Glory, Glory to South Sydney and they mentioned the fact that yep. that was a, a motivator of sorts, it annoyed them and pissed them off. But, Do you think that's something that next year Para uh, will be thinking? Oh, but you know the good thing is, but we're seeing personalities in a game. We don't yeah. see many of it. And when, when it happens, we always want to bring them down. I reckon it's awesome because – we never hear Fisher Harris say boo, yeah. even when he's playing. He's, I love he's it. quiet. And I reckon it's unreal. Kick know, out. I don't know too many people have a problem with that. The only people that have a problem with that are Paramount supporters. Yeah. But that's great, right? Because you've got to have these rivalries in the game. And I'm, you know we'll drag it out next oh, year. Yeah. It creates when they the play each other, we will whip, flog that within an inch of and its And then life. when they play each other for the second yeah, time, we'll if they do, we'll again. do it again. If they play yes. each other in the finals, we'll, well talk about it again. This year, so you'll be pumping up like no tomorrow. That stuff's fine. It's some of the other stuff that happens at. You know, like pushes the boundaries a little bit. Just some some stuff on social media. I reckon that's the stuff that that I reckon's a bit line ball. That stuff on it, the daddy stuff. I don't have a problem with that, right? Because that's it's that just was a, in cheek. Exactly. You know, he's taking the Mickey out of him. And look, Paramount will be storing it away. They'll be taking notes, and I'm sure Brad come when they play each other next year. He'll drag it out and he'll remind them, and we'll remind them, do and you, everyone will talk about do it. You it's think great. That, do you think that would bother Penrith one bit? No, they don't care. That's exactly right. Yeah. But Reedy. Correct me if I'm wrong, did 
uh, the Storm in that 2020 grand final, they did a, it was a symbol. Postcode thing. Yeah, it was a postcode yeah. thing. And yeah. Penrith got offended by that, didn't yes. they? And they spoke about it. Yes. What about Alfie Langer in 93? St. George can't yeah. play. <laughs> yeah. Mate, and we all love Alfie Langer. So yeah. it's the best. It's what you want to see. We we talk so many times that we want to see players be themselves, pump themselves up. But then when they do something, we want to bring them straight down. So, mate, good luck to them. Just keep doing what they do. Embrace it. They're back-to-back well, champions. Can I just def- What's wrong with can the stuff I defend media? the media for a second? I don't think anyone's bringing them down about the daddy stuff and saying they're our sons. I don't think anyone cares. I think what, what we're saying is, Parramatta are not going to be happy about it, and it's going to, there's going to be some angst down the track about it because. But you said the you social what, media. You, you said you don't rate clubs. the social well, media. There's been stuff. some other stuff, though. There's some other stuff that's been said that oh, the that. NRL's looking into. So, you know, we'll have to see how that plays out. But um, you know, as well as anyone would see, footy clubs, when that stuff happens, I'm sure in the past. You've been in footy get, clubs. I get filthy. Yeah. It's when Josh McGuire, you know, winners have parties, losers That's have right, meetings. Yes. Heaps good. I'm off you. <laughs> but then, you know, you get over it. You build a bridge and get over it. I know. It's, it's but did you store it away for the next time you played him no. or what? <laughs> oh, I didn't know. That's a bit boring, was he? <laughs> <laughs> we stored it away for you and dragged yeah. it out. And we'll drag it out. As I said, we'll drag it out next year. Well, it gives us that plenty of storylines for next year. Reedy is licking his lips. Yeah, love um, that stuff. One of the storylines next year may be uh, the premiership window for Parramatta. I know it's... Not even 24 hours since the grand final. But what do we think about the fact that they've got Reed Marnie going, Isaiah Papali'i, the two key ones, Oregon Kafusi, Maradini Akore, Tom Obachek, Ray Stone. So sort of six Some big players first there, graders the, there. Um, the and that all year there have been question marks about is this the year they have to win it and does the window close? But do you believe that's the case now that all of the other players in that squad have grand final experience. A lot of the grand final experience is moving on, mm. but in saying that, you know, Nathan Brown's a question mark too. Yeah, he'll be um, gone. He'll be gone. And the other, the other question mark is how Hodgson comes back from an ACL injury yeah. because they're quite tough to come back from. And, and at his age, I think he's 33 or 34. That's the big issue for me, Woodsy. Is his age. Because and, if he comes back, they've still got a really good spine. Oh yeah, their, their spine's yeah. enormous. But yeah. it's like Penrith. You lose Coruscant, you lose a lot of deception, a lot of creativity. Yeah. And I think next year, if they can get Hodgson playing near his best what he has in the last few years, it's going to really help Mitchell and yes. Dylan Brown as well. He, he picks the right times. He can bring forwards onto the ball. Look, they've still got Paulo and, and Campbell Gillard, but it's going to really test the depth as their middle forwards off the bench. You know, last night they only really had Madison and Kafusi off the bench. Um, Neil Corey's gone too. He's been one of, their, one of their best middle forwards all year, underrated, that no one talks about. He can play back row and centre at the same time. Ray Stone, like... He won on the game against Melbourne, and obviously they haven't been with him for the last, you know, back end of the year. But you look at the bench yesterday, they played Brown for 15 minutes and, and Arthur got on at the last 10. Mm. They need to get something for those two positions because they're losing quite a few and, mm. you know, their back row depth is going to also test them too. And I'm not, I'm not sure how much money they're going to have to spend because they've got some issues. Well, gonna, I think they, Brown and Moses are off. They're going to November gonna, 1. Yeah. Is, is Mitch going to November 1? <laughs> I spoke to him. Money we'll, save, bags. we'll save that for Reedy's mail. All right. Oh, okay. Um, Why well, would you yeah. ask me then? What's that? Why well, would you ask oh, me? I thought you might know something. You're a good mate. You're for Reedy's mail. We're going to save Reedy's mail for the very end of the show because it's the last segment for the entire year. Oh, so before really? we get to that, yeah. uh, let's talk about the Kangaroo Squad because I know, Reedy, you and mm. I are very excited to head over to the UK. <laughs> you're going to, next huh? week. I'm going on Thursday. Thursday. Are you packed? Uh, no way. I'll be packing Wednesday night. You'll, be, still pack- you'll work. be packing Thursday morning. Got Come on. My mum said to me today, oh, if you want me to go and buy some stuff from the shops, if you need oh, anything, just write me a list. Mum, 
I will be taking. Do we need a, a visa or something? Jake Duke was trying to tell me we needed a visa no. or something. No. We don't, we're all right. No, you no. do, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. No. You do? No, you just need a passport, no, you, don't you? you need a passport and an international COVID certificate. Oh, what, how do you get that? I haven't got one of them. Oh, we, we can discuss that oh, off okay, air, Reedy. Oh, that's dry. No one cares about this. Is there a long wait for those things? Please tell yeah, me Yeah, you no. can't go, sorry. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Woodsy, you're in. Oh, well, I'll go. I'll take it. Anyway, that'll um, be fun. Uh, okay. I was at the squad announcement the squad today. And yeah. um, key takeaways, any surprises, any um, surprise ins or outs? Okay, well, the bit, I suppose the biggest shock was Dylan Edwards not being in the side. Um, well, well, you just said off air it's not a shock. Well, I don't, well, no, I understand why he's not in there. Because he wasn't in it before last night. He obviously got Clive Churchill medal. was outstanding. But the issue is they've got so many – they've got obviously Teddy's the captain, Ted, James Tedesco. Congratulations to him. Good mate well of yours. Yeah, now the Australian captain. Yeah, well done. Um, he'll be fullback in most games. They've got Latrell, They've got Jack White. And they've got Val Holmes. who can all play fullback. Um, so uh, Dylan was considered, uh, I guess, a, a, would, a player who's a pure fullback. Would you have had Nico Hines ahead of Dylan? No, because Nico I, can play I think the issue with Nico Hines was to take a Matt Burton instead of Nico Hines. I think the Matt, it was Burton or Hines. I think they took Burton. Well, they have taken Burton. I think that was the decision there. That's fair enough. Yeah. You look for the future. So, and the other, the other thing that was really interesting, actually, is they named two vice captains. Who's that? And the two vice captains, Isaiah Yo and Cameron Murray, no Daly Cherry Evans. So that might, that might give you a feel that they're going to go with Cleary. Well, Mel said no. That's not an indicate, indicator that Cleary will be the halfback. But, I mean, the fact that Daly's not a vice-captain when he was Queensland but he could, captain. Yeah, but he could also be looking for the future because they haven't played an Aussie test match for two or three years. Three years, I think. Three years. Yeah. So, and he could be saying, well, I'm looking forward, you know, for the next four or five years. And yeah. that's what Mel does. He, you know, he gets a squad and, and what he wants. You know, you can't – obviously the three years hurts being off. And, and I think – Cherry, no, he wasn't the captain. Boyd Corden was no, the captain. Boyd was, yeah. Cherry was vice captain. Yep. I know Cherry is captain of Queensland, but Tedesco and I think Cameron Murray is his sister, uh, vice captain for New South Wales as well, so, isn't he? Yeah, 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 so, that's right. yeah, so they're just looking for the future. Um, yep. You know, Tedesco, what an honour for him. He's had a really good last three or four years, and this could probably top it off for him. Cap- captain is his country, um, hopefully, leading to a World Cup victory. Well, a shout out to the Gillaroos as well. Yep. They um, Their squad was announced. There's a couple of debutants, but uh, one of the superstars from the NRLW Grand Final, Tamika Upton, who won the Karen Murphy medal. She's in the squad for the first time as well. And what a game that is was. It, is it her first time it's in there? It's her first time. Wow. Well, they've missed a few years yeah. too. Yeah. She's done just yourself, well, Megan? She did not. Oh, no oh, way. Man. Having a look at it now, I thought they might have just. Put her in. She wouldn't have. She wouldn't have started. But put her in the squad. Yeah, she's not in the squad. There we go. Jeez, that's Mm. a big one. Who? So what? Who they go in? So Ali Ali Brigginshaw and Taryn Aitken, the Broncos halves. Yeah, they were two. And then you've got Talia Fui Maono. Yeah, uh, six from the Dragons. Dragons girl, absolutely champion. Yeah. So, um, yeah, unfortunate for Jessie Southwell, but she's only seventeen, so she'll get it. She'll get a shot. I would have put her in there just for experience. Well done to the Knights as well. That was. Uh, an incredible season from them. Tamika killed it. Millie Boyle is an absolute You gun. know what, but a lot Dobbo of... Dobbo bagged her. Uh, uh, Dobbo. Who did Dobbo, Dobbo bag? He's just not the she had a stinker at the start. Yesterday. Yeah, in the first half. She dropped two balls. But <laughs> Parramatta, like not many people Dobbo. gave Parramatta a chance. And they come out, they fought fire with fire. They started off with a 6 nil lead. But just too much class in the Newcastle side. Yeah. Shout out to, to the Eels captain, Samima Torfa. I'm speech. not sure if you heard her speech um, afterwards. Um, oh, yeah, she speech. was, both in her Channel 9 interview and then her speech on stage, she was in tears just saying, 
I hope we made everyone proud and hope we're an inspiration to all of the And you know what she also did girls. as well? I don't know if you saw it because you were on stage talking. She went and kissed and, and cuddled every Knights player that was going did on she? to receive yeah. their ring. Wow. Yeah, I saw that from the far. Classy. She's. I was sidelined for that game. Sidelined for the women's game. Do you know what the best was? Oh, yeah. The best was Reedy was going for interviews at the end of the game and got brushed. She didn't get any. I was watching you. Why? Who'd you, who'd you go and, for? And then, and then he got uh, a call I, from the I old chick. Someone who did I get? I can't remember, Charlie. You remember? No, this is after the medal ceremony. Oh, I got Millie Boy, yeah. Yeah, Not but after, support one. And after the ring, you go, nah, mate, you're not needed. You just go back to the sideline. Well, no, they, they ran out of time. They ran out of time. <laughs> um, did you see Adam Elliott? Get they pan- The camera went to Adam Elliott in the stands. He was crying, crying. wasn't he? Crying. It yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, good on him. All right. Great stuff. The final segment for the year. Reedy, you better deliver. Read about it. Read about it. Reedy's mail. Okay, let's start with your good mate, Mitchie Moses. Grade him after the game last night, Woodsy. Just want to know a little bit about his future because he's a November 1 guy, able to sign elsewhere on November 1. Um, and, uh, you know, I got the sense that he's in no real rush. Look, I mean, he was he praised, obviously, Parramatta and he praised Brad Arthur and, you know, said he's had a great great time at the club and loves the club. And my sense is that he wants to stay, but I don't think it's going to happen real quick. I, I don't think, um, you know, it's going to be knocked over rapidly. I think it's going to take some time uh, and I think Parramatta are going to have to pay some cash to keep him because... They're going to have to pay some cash, yeah. Well, he's a grand finalist now. He's yep. taking that club. And they're losing a lot of players too, so oh, he, might be, he might be waiting back to see what players they're bringing in if they're a chance to keep going through with making the grand final next year. Well, it's, I asked him about Benji as well, whether he's still heard he's heard from Benji again. He just sort of brushed it off. He laughed it off, but... So, uh, he's just played a grand final. He asked him about yeah, Benji know, yeah. the Tigers. Yeah, it was like last question. Yeah, you know, just threw it in. Real good. But, you know, they've obviously got an issue with Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses. As you said, Dylan Brown's already said he's going to go to November 1. So he's going to be up for grabs. He's going to look at seven figures. you got Mitch who's looking at least seven figures and, and could become the highest paid halfback in the game in the next couple of years. Parramatta got to take. They've got to be really careful here because yep. if they go too hard on with these two blokes, it's gonna, it's gonna, they're they're not gonna be able to put good players around them. It's gonna cost them some of their young blokes down the track. So, well, they're gonna have to get a, you know, Mark O'Neill, Brad Arthur, whatever it is. They're gonna have to get them in in a room and just say, look, if you want the best money, you can get it. But yeah, the roster around it's gonna be a bit slim. If well, you want to pay in a strong side, then we need to say, all right, well, this is what we can offer you. This is what we can offer you, and this is what we've got left to buy other decent players. I reckon Brad's the key. Would he? And Has to be. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but you know the sense I get is that Mitch loves playing under Brad. Yeah, big that fan. Dylan loves playing under Brad. Big fan. And that he's probably their greatest selling point. They got Brad Arthur there, and if you know if he can convince him to stay and take a little less money, then uh, they're going to remain where they are and uh, at the top of the competition. But you know if those if those guys um, get some huge money thrown at them after November one, which they probably will. It's going to make life really difficult for them because Parramatta might have to let one of them go. You know, what was incredible this week. I know, um, players are never going to be publicly bagging their coaches. They're always going to be speaking positively about them. But the way the Eels spoke about Brad this week, yeah. it was like he was another father to them. Like that's the, what you want to see. Honestly, the, you can see the connection that, but you also, you also, the majority of them have with him, and some of the partners. I know Danny Wadler spoke to a couple of the partners at the fan day too, and said they wouldn't um, yeah. be in this well, position without Brad. Murata, Murata I think it was Murata's for, partner, for an, yeah. But you see the way years. they play for him. You know, after yeah. the first semi, I think a lot of people questioned: Is he the man to lead Parramatta to to you know and to stay on for next year? And they made the grand final. They mm. had to do it the long way. They got to the grand final. Obviously, they didn't win. Just come up against the Red Hot Panthers side, but the, the the way the boys played in those last two or three weeks was, you know, it's credit to them and the credit to how much they love 
their coach. You, if there was a bit of fighting amongst the coach, you wouldn't have seen those performances. I reckon we're going to see a frantic few weeks with player movement in the next few weeks. Now, the Dolphins are about to now announce they've signed um, the Hammer from North Queensland, Hammer's High Fado. Great boy. Um, to play fullback for them. They're in for Terrell Sloan. Um, they are still in for Terrell, Terrell Sloan, but they're now looking at him as a, uh, potentially as a centre. Does he want to play there? Well, that's the issue. I mean, I, I don't think they've sat down and had that conversation with him yet, but they're initially after him as a fullback. They've now signed the hammer. They've told him, you will play fullback for us. He signed, I think, a three-year deal with him. He's got, he got permission to leave the, uh, the Cowboys or a couple other clubs looking, but the Dolphins have held sway there. Um, and I think they're going to have a conversation with Tyrell where they say to him, mate, we, we still want you to come. We'd love you to play centre. You get an opportunity with us. So, uh, you know, that's a conversation that's got to be had. The, the Dragons, he's still going to have a conversation with the Dragons and work out whether he stays or whether he leaves. But maybe that, that might help the Dragons. That They're now not looking as a fullback when we know he wants to play fullback. So that may help the Dragons keep him. Um, the other, I reckon the other big, big movers in the offseason is going to be the Tigers. There's lots going on there. We saw Chammy write a story today about uh, Dave Clemmer, two of the facilities the other day. Um, and his name's been bandied about there for a while now, but I think there's going to be a lot of movement in the Dragons in the next in the next month. Uh, the Tigers, sorry, in the next month. Does that rely on what happens with Brooks? To an extent it does, Woodsy, yeah. To an extent it if does. If you're a betting man, does Brooks stay or go? And, and it, you know, with that clamour and Brooks, is that a swap or is that just I don't a, think that's a swap, but no. my, my feeling with Brooks is he goes. But I don't I don't know that necessarily will happen. Do you th- and does Adam Dewey stay? Well, I mean, it's funny for Adam Dewey because you know, they've been very public, the Tigers, saying we're chasing Cameron Munster, we're chasing Mitchell Moses. And if I'm Adam, and basically I think they've said I'd to be it, pissed off if I, I'm having well, Adam Dewey. I think they've said to Adam Dewey, mate, go to the World Cup, we'll have a chat with you when you get back. And obviously the underlying story there is if Adam Dewey goes to the World Cup and does a knee again, well, you know, that's, the thing that's well, a third, right? So I, I love Dewey, but he can last. Yeah. And of he course, only played a third of the season. How have they gone the last three years since he's been there? You've got you've got to put yourself in a you know in a situation where you want to get the best players. Yeah. Mm. They're not saying they're going to get a new seven six, but from what we can gather, they probably Brooks might move on, but they might get someone else. And then Hastings is playing lock, so yeah. You've got to be in it to win it, though, you, you would you? Be in the I, I love the fact, you know, a lot of people bag the Tigers that they're in for these guys. They're you know, at least gonna, they're saying they're, they're doing it. They're not, you know, they're having a red hot go. And, you know, if they've got – and Appy, you know, Appy said some stuff at the fan day today, which is probably going to get blown out of proportion where he said, oh, I've won a couple of comps. You know, Penrith, now I'm going to the Tigers and had a bit of a laugh. But talking to people at the Tigers, they say he's been so committed to that club. Well, he he's, spoke – look at the other bloke that's gone. He hasn't said he wants to go there yet. And apparently, Appy's been on the phone to us, I, Papa Lee, trying to get him to come, make sure he comes to the Tigers as well. You know, Appy's fully committed. Um, and, you know, it might get – Trade another way today. I'm not sure, but if it nah, does, it's right. unfair and uppy, you've right? You've seen how much you've seen how much media he's done. He goes, "Yeah, I'm committed." Yeah. Boom, that's it. But I, re- I reckon the Tigers can be the big club that that makes a lot of change potentially in this offseason. I hope so. Yeah, you. Yeah, I hope you would, so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the year ahead for the Tigers and our World Cup campaign. Yes, can I go through you one more World Cup one? Interesting squad today. Angus Crichton got named in the squad. Angus does not have a contract registered with the NRL beyond October 31, which means you, so uh, you can't play at the World Cup. Well, if you it's can. Not. But what happens is the NRL insures him. So uh, there were some suggestions going around, some whispers going around that maybe he wouldn't be able to go because he doesn't have a contract beyond October 31. The World Cup finishes late November. He can go. I've checked it with the NRL. They insure him 
uh, personally. So has he agreed with the Roosters, or just he's haven't? agreed? They're waiting on uh, the salary cap to get resolved. Once the salary cap okay. gets resolved, they'll get the yeah. deal formally done. So it's be, just a formality. It's a formality. I was going to say, it'd be different circumstances. If you hadn't agreed or nothing, he's still yeah. looking for a club. No, That'd no, be hard. It's, uh, I think it's you know just about yep. done and dusted, yeah. All right. Well, are you going to look after me in the UK, Reedy? Well, Excuse me, can I'll you do, look after Reedy in the UK, best. Emma? <laughs> Sometimes you're a bit hard to control. I know. It's going to be fun. <laughs> We've got a fun crew. I wish you were coming, Woodsy. Uh. I'm not so too late, je- so jealous. Not so too late. Jealous. That'd be good if the four of us went, if Charlie yeah. came over as well. I'm staying in the team hotel. I'm in some sh- YMCA down the road. <laughs> hey, at least <laughs> you're going, mate. At least you're going. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's been a fun year. Woodsy, you joined us midway through the season, but you were the star recruit, mid-season nah, transfer. Off the bench. I actually enjoyed it. You guys, you know, Rudy cops a lot of flack, but mm. he's a good mate of mine. Hey, I, en- I enjoy it. On I enjoy that note, it. guess what bumped into the grand final? Who? The big man. Willie Mason. Willie Mason. Oh, I saw yes. Him. He gave me a hug. Why didn't you get a photo? He knocked my glasses. He hugged me so hard. <laughs> True story. So it's all for show. We are tight. We are back, baby. <laughs> We're back, baby. Yeah. All right. Hopefully You're... like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that the Monday Scrum is back in 2023, baby. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a ream.